or we can talk about our our uh, predictions for what the Nintendo Direct is going to be this month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's save that for a Nintendo uh, Speaks podcast. <laughs> everyone welcome back to threat level podcast uh it's been a while but we're glad to have you here um we're gonna talk about the office my name's justin and i'm here with bethany hello and jamie hello do you mind if we call you jamie uh no i prefer uh you call me what (laughs) you may call me jimothy yes you know i feel like we need to to loosen the gears because clearly we're uncomfortable talking to each other so yeah i don't even know who you guys are anymore clearly an icebreaker so we're gonna run an icebreaker and it's our first episode that we're recording this year it's also the first episode that we're recording in the last like two months so uh happy new year happy new year happy Happy bye month uh and would like to know yeah by month like you're like every two months it's a by month a oh i month. see i see <laughs> happy fort month i would like to know your fort month resolutions <laughs> or Fortnite re- resolutions um, oh no <laughs> i'm going to become a Fortnite professional no. uh i've never even actually played the game but <clears throat> well 2019 is a good year to 2019 is the year fresh late mm-hmm uh, well, I think we should get the the immediate ones knocked off the ballot quickly. I think okay. I I think I always have the same as with every single person in the United States who gets a gym subscription in January and then never goes again. <laughs> I <laughs> I would like to actually start running again this year. And... Oh wait! Oh wait! 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 Jamie, I'm yes. sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. Cut you off, but I'm definitely going to do that do it. because I think before we talk about our, this year's resolutions, we should talk about last year's resolutions. Oh, God. I don't remember. So try to think real hard. Okay. And whether or not we managed to do it. Yeah, and like uh-huh. what you, how you felt about what you did with 2018. I'm curious to know if we made. Did we do an episode last New Year's, like shortly after talking about resolutions? That's what I was just thinking. That'd be I, interesting to like listen and because see. Because I honestly cannot remember. I think it was just like get shape, which get baked, not, which happened for a little bit. Like I was going Go to fit. the gym regularly. Yeah. And then it just kind of dropped off, as it does. Well, you didn't just drop off. There was a bunch of creepy people at your gym. Oh. Yeah, but then, but then I, then I joined Planet Fitness, and I've oh. yet to go. I just wear the key ring <laughs> for decoration. That's me and Blink Fitness here. I, uh, I've been like, I've, I've been paying the subscription or whatever since January, and I've <laughs> yeah. been probably f- six times. Oh, that's a lot. In a year. <laughs> In a year. Six more times than I've gone. Um, so I think, yeah, I think last year I definitely had a, a fitness one too. Uh, I, I imagine one of mine was probably to finish my dissertation, which I did do. So there's Fair. one. Nice. I am no longer a student, so that's good. Um, I can't remember anything else. Do you guys remember any of your other ones? Uh, I think last year I said I wanted to keep up with Japanese. Oh, yeah. This... I did not do that. <laughs> I hear uh, I did spend an extraordinary amount of shipping to ship a book from Japan. Okay. That counts. Um, and then my other one was that 2018 was going to be the year that I start playing the piano. Oh, yeah. And I did do that. 
that okay. I'm very bad at practicing. So I'm kind of not doing it. I'm kind of just playing every other week when I go to a lesson. Okay. You're actually going to lessons, though? Yeah. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. I think one of my resolutions last year was also to like start grad school, but then they closed my program and I couldn't apply. So that's not <laughs> so your fault, you yeah. right? So that's this year's <laughs> one of them. Yeah, and this yeah. year th that program will close too. And uh... yeah, yeah, again. <laughs> no, it it is reopen now, and so oh, it's the go. same program. It is, um, okay. I guess. I don't know. I haven't looked at the course, the courses. Um, yeah, I haven't looked. I should okay. pick a gander. That's fine. We have time. We have time. Yeah. All right, so Almost this year, Jamie, you were telling me about going to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's part of me that would still like to be in some good shape. When I was in Indiana and had a, like, steady gym partner, I felt like we went to the gym very frequently, and I felt very good in terms mm -hmm. of, like, having energy and, like, not wanting to sleep all day and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I know that there's, like, you know, a correlation between <laughs> working out and having more energy. Right. But um, I don't know. I, it's what already what day are we? The fifth or something? And I haven't been yet, so that's not boding well. Um, but I would like to start running again and maybe do uh, like the half marathon for um, the New York City marathon or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah it's much. It's much easier when you have somebody to go with who's like it's holding. Your, exactly. Yeah. I'm really Is it bad. Easier at to stuff. go with somebody. I feel yeah. like I would be much less motivated to go. No, because uh -huh. like. When Brandy and I used to go to spinning classes, um, she would never want to go, but I was like, let's just go. And then we, she'd be like, All right, and, and vice versa. So we would always just talk the other into going. Yeah. Until we didn't anymore. Yeah, I'd, I'd feel bad <laughs> doing it. I'd be like, well, if you don't want to be here, I don't want to like make you be here. Yeah, but it's my sister, so I don't yeah. really. Well, and I feel like deep down <laughs> or like on some level, the person does want to go and they feel better afterwards, you know? For sure. Yeah, it's I feel always like, tough going. Yeah. But once you're there, it's kind of with anything, I guess, with people who are somewhat socially awkward, such as ourselves, you kind of like resist going to something. And then once you're there, it's usually not as bad as like you were making it out to be. You know what sucks, though? When it's just as bad, it's not worse <laughs> than, than, you, than what you thought. That's happened to me a couple of times now where oh, I'm no. there and I'm just like, oh, this is worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, um, Justin's work party. Yeah, work parties. They're fun. I was like, this is so much more awkward than I ever thought possible. Oh. Well, at least you're okay. there with each other, you know? Exactly. Um, aside from that, I would like to start working on the guitar again. Uh, I keep failing at that, too. Um, but I would like to be able to play that at some point in my life, so... Instruments are just so hard. You have to suck for so long. Yeah. yeah. And that's, really that's such a hard part. Yeah. Like, at least with working out, it's, like, kind of instant gratification. Not with, like, you know, how fit you are, but how good you feel afterwards. Right. Yeah. Man, instruments. Yeah, yeah, just facing your insecurities. Yeah. And then you watch all these little child prodigies who come <laughs> out know, of the womb. Screw and... child prodigies. <laughs> I am so... I hate them so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys have any other um, New Year's resolutions that you can think of? Um, oh, I wanted to learn to make bread. Oh, yeah. I did make bread so on New Year's Day. I'm done. Check. I know how. <laughs> yes. But I want to learn to make different types of bread. Ooh. Well, they have. What you need to do <laughs> next year is learn to make the Gros Noya 
pretzel so that you can oh yeah uh-huh. you can be you don't have to like fight over one i think know? that's a fantastic yeah. idea and i will make it cinnamon Ooh, you, you can go to oakmont bakery and be like hey i know how to make a new year's pretzel give me some extra money and i'll come and fill in the ranks for you i would never want to work at and oakmont they'd be like bakery thank you Bethany, the here's five thousand uh-huh. dollars yeah i'm sure that's how it would be small town <laughs> bakery um i also wanted to learn how to wear a classy turtleneck what <laughs> <laughs> just like a sleek black turtleneck. Okay. Just, just like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good one. Um, I'm glad my New Year's resolution is funny to you. <laughs> my hopes and dreams. <laughs> I think if you put your mind to it, you can uh, wear as classy. You don't even have to limit it to a black turtleneck. You can wear. Uh, and yeah, array but of black colors. turtlenecks are the classiest. I, yeah. And not true. a ribbed turtleneck, not a sweater turtleneck, a cotton turtleneck. Would you settle for... Like a Steve Jobs turtleneck? <laughs> from Express or Banana Republic. Would you settle for a dickie instead of a turtleneck? <laughs> I would never, ever settle for a dickie. <laughs> Fair. Well, I think that's, that's an accomplishment. What is a dicky? What? Oh. What is a dicky? It's just the illusion of a turtleneck. <laughs> so you wear like a little flap just over your head and it's it just goes like it's just the neck. Are you describing a scarf? No. no. You wear you you put this on, okay? You put this dicky on and then you put a sweater on over top. Oh, so yeah, like just the under- turtleneck shows. Correct. Don't you remember on so on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Uncle Eddie was there for Christmas, and your uncle was like, "Look at his dicky!" And la- <laughs> wow, you brought. What did you think of when he said that? Then <laughs> I didn't. I don't even think I heard him say oh, it. Oh, okay. Because you uh, can see Uncle Eddie's dicky through his dress shirt. Oh yeah. A dicky. Okay, that's a good resolution. Thank you. I thought so. Of course. And always just to get more organized in life. Yeah. I always kind of think, like, if I haven't touched something in a couple of years and I keep carrying it around, then do I really need that? Not yeah. to say that I don't still have boxes full of that exact stuff, but <laughs> I feel like I try to get rid of a little more uh-huh. each time. Justin, <clears throat> do you have any more New Year's resolutions? Uh, my, uh, my big one is in 2019. I want to start investing. Oh, yeah, that's a good uh, one. so I don't know what that's gonna be yet, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna do. It. Cool. Um, and then my other resolution is to be more like um, more immediate and less less procrastinating. Oh yeah. About no, nah, I'm being specific about doing like chores around the house, mm-hmm. like. You know when, like, you have the garbage filled and then you, like, push it down even further? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I want to I try to stop doing things like that. Or, like, if I start seeing things get out of hand, start, like, just doing it instead of waiting until it gets really bad. That's fair. That's a good one. <clears throat> Those are my, uh, my super-duper fun resolutions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Don't get too crazy. Also, blow a lot of coke. Wow, there you man, go. That's, I would also like to go skydiving this year. Is this real? Yeah. Oh wow. I've been wanting to do it the last two years, and I'm like, my birthday rolls around, and I'm like, this is gonna be the year, and then I'm like, oh, I can't afford two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, yeah. 
but this is the year that I'm just going to do it and afford it. Cool. <laughs> and That'll... hopefully not die in the process. No, let's hope not. Yeah. It'll be an experience. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day if I would, like, be willing to skydive. And I think at this point in my life, the answer would be probably not. Really? <laughs> Why? Are you scared? Or is it just, like, not what you'd want to do? I mean, uh, it seems like there's a chance one could die. But sure. I, uh, I don't know. I think that if it were handed to me, I'd probably end up doing it. But mm-hmm. I, it's not something I'm going to seek out on right. my own, you know? Somebody would have to push you out of a plane. Right. If someone tossed me right out of the plane. <laughs> You'd have no choice. And I had no choice but to. Yeah. <laughs> but to dive. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine like working at a skydiving place and then like somebody dies skydiving. Oh like one God. of the instructors dies. And then like the next day you're going back. And right. like. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> like that would be the scariest thing. Yeah. That'd be. That'd be a bit much. All right. That's oh, our. Those are some right. good. Resolutions. resolutions they're they're resolutions <laughs> uh yeah so um uh, speaking in of resolutions in no way whatsoever uh that brings us to um the season finale finally of season four yeah i feel which, like the season lasted a really long time ironic since it's like the shortest season yeah. <laughs> minus the first season uh but yeah so this is goodbye toby Goodbye, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of surprisingly, like quite a bit of stuff happened in this episode. I feel like we've uh-huh. been dealing with a couple episodes of just like not much happening, and in this one, I was like, "Damn, we lots of details." Lots of hints in the past episodes, though, <laughs> at like the downfall of Ryan. And, like, yeah, is going on with Dr. Miffin. No, I liked that consistency with uh, Ryan's story. Mm-hmm. Um. And since we mentioned it, we can just talk about it, I guess. Uh, (laughs) uh, Ryan just, um, after the failure of his website, trying to bolster his numbers, uh, gets found out and uh, is arrested for fraud in a classic Ryan fashion. (laughs) Yeah, I never realized that they were setting setting him up for his demise earlier in the episode whenever he's like yelling at Jim to add the numbers. Yeah. Like, um, and also when he makes them stay on Saturday to like en- enter numbers in. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a weird, I mean, I assume Ryan gets clean in jail and that's why after he seems like a really different Ryan. Yeah. Like, I think there's a big change between. I don't know. I feel like he may have been using it the bowling alley because he had to have to bleach his hair. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other explanation for that. Yeah, you have uh-huh. to be high AF. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, who among us hasn't bleached their hair, I ask? <clears throat> I have not. I think I'm the only one. Have you not? Wait, you have, Jamie? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've never bleached my hair. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, circa, like, sixth grade. I... Well, sixth grade? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Remember, I was, like, dying. Yep, I was dying my hair blonde for a little bit, and then... Uh, then it, I went to purple, I think. Cool. And then uh, I was told that that was not allowed in school. So I then dyed it black. But <laughs> I feel like you would have wanted purple hair at some point in your life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> my parents were weird about the way that Brandon and I did our hair. Hmm. Not about Corey. Okay. So 
<laughs> so, uh, I guess it's just non-youngest child syndrome in my family. <laughs> but in my defense, when I bleached my hair, I was trying to get anime white hair. Of course. And the guy that did my hair just didn't understand. He was like, what so was platinum blonde? Like, no, white. <laughs> You're like, no, I want Sephiroth hair, please. And, and like now I walk around and like there are people with white hair all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, where were you <laughs> 15 years ago? Right. Yeah. When I tried to dye your hair. Yes. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. That was fine. No, it was bad. Um, this episode, what was the cold open? I can't remember what it was. It was um, the, the phone. phone. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Jim using a headset. The the first and only time we see Jim with a earpiece, I think. That's not true. Yeah. He has an earpiece when he's talking to Pam when she's in school. And he has oh, an earpiece yeah. whenever he starts working for uh, Athlete. Mm-hmm. That's true. Athlete. Man, Jamie. I forget. Do you even watch My The bad. Office? <laughs> Do you know what The Office is? It's coming back to me now. Yeah, is it? <clears throat> but, it's been a that's a pretty funny. It's a it's an okay cold open. The only like really funny part I think is when Jim turns his head, uh-huh. making it so Dwight can't uh-huh. reach for it, and, he, <laughs> and Dwight just gives up so easily after he tries. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think I really like the, the fact that Pam is just playing along with it, uh-huh. and and Dwight is just like, it's not me, you know. I love when she's like, oh, you sound sexy, and he's like, thanks, I've been working out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Classic Jim and Dwight. Yeah. Uh, which is good I feel like we haven't seen a sort of like joking interaction between them recently Mm -hmm. Dwight's just been sort of brooding yes Uh, but yeah so uh, I guess like the big events in this episode are the whole planning of the party the goodbye Toby party we have Holly's arrival and the stuff that ensues with that and stuff with Jan. I don't know where we want to. And the engagement. Start. And the engagement. And the almost engagement. A lot <laughs> happened in this episode. It's gonna be hard to uh-huh. like cover everything, but yeah, we'll do a general overview of everything. So, I I want to talk about the engagement. Which because one? Because the <laughs> the one that actually happens. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel because like I noticed something on this watch that like. I feel pretty confident in saying, and that's like, when Andy proposes, that is like the first, You he's in one shot before that, but just like briefly. And it's like right before when they're coming outside. Other than that, he is not in the episode at all. Yeah. And so like, I think, I feel like that was on purpose where like they were just, they didn't want to show him for the whole episode because they wanted it to seem like as random as possible. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, Andy, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, seems that seems like a lot of intentional stuff like that where I wouldn't be surprised if that was meant to be. Yeah, so you're just like <laughs> not even seem like actually like out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because the only <laughs> other storyline that Angel's involved with is just being kicked out of the party planning committee, basically. Right. And the fact that he invited his parents is hilarious. Oh like, my god. He wasn't planning on proposing. Right. He, that has nothing to do with it. He just invited his parents <laughs> to fun for them. Yeah. It is funny that he's talking about how, like, you know, it was the perfect circumstances. He's like, oh, with the fireworks and, like, everything basically that Jim had done to set up to make it a perfect day. (laughs) It's like, the stars just aligned for me, and I don't... 
I am a little time. annoyed with Pam at the end when she's like, yeah. I really thought he would propose. Like, Pam, do you really want him to propose after right. Andy did? Like, yeah. right. of course he's not going to. And like you, if you thought that he was going to propose and then like Andy proposed, you would know that like, oh, he was going to. But yeah, exactly. Now he can't. Yeah. Especially with like, you guys know each other with how weird he was acting before. Yeah. Directly before and directly after the proposal. Mm-hmm. Pamela yeah. ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic Pam behavior, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. That proposal. I love mm. I love Michael's in the beginning, whenever he's like dancing around oh the my office, gosh. Like, he should have worn his jeans. He should have, yeah. He would have felt like even more of... A million oh, bucks. A billion, he would have felt like a trillion bucks. <laughs> I did, yeah, I loved him dancing around. And then uh, the thing that I like best about this is that Michael's desire to really like dig into Toby is thwarted by the fact that Holly arrives and he <laughs> actually ends up getting along with her and wants to impress her or whatever. But it's so funny when he's like caught when they're going through the exit interview and he's like uh-huh. caught in this trap of like <laughs> he already packaged the rock to give to him and the exit interview might be one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> like I say that a lot, but like the question <laughs> Who do you think you are and what gives <laughs> you the right is just the most hilarious thing. Who do you think you are? <laughs> what, what gives you the right? What gives you the right? Like he tries to ask them as like diplomatically as possible. <laughs> Right. And then when he has to actually ask the question of like, what would we do? What could we do to improve? And he just like throws up his both yes. his hands and is making this <laughs> d- demonic face the to him. The most intense face he's ever made. Oh, I love that scene. The whole exit interview is so fun. Yeah. And it's funny that like <clears throat> Toby could have easily actually said truthful things because what was Michael going to do ultimately? Right. But then he's like, I've been here for so long. What's the point anyway? That has been, I mean, that's every job. Like, yeah. every time I'm leaving a job, I'm like, I'm going to tell, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to tell him this, and I'm going to tell him that, and then we get to the day, and it's like, you know, It's just not bye. even worth it. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> not my problem anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so funny. I, I guess I had forgotten, like, just how quickly Michael gets ob- sort of obsessed with Holly in this sort episode. Sort of obsessed with Because, <laughs> like... Some might say... I've forgotten how quickly Michael falls in love. Right. <laughs> but as Jim tries to point out, you know, he's not in love with her. Um, but, uh, yeah, because almost immediately Holly just sides with him when he's talking about how awful Toby is at the beginning. Well, that was the first time he heard her voice. Yeah, that's true. His ear, What does he say? His ears? The first time he sees with his ears. Yeah. Love that first sight with the ears. With the ears. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's funny, like, how... I mean, obviously this was intentional on the part of the writers, but ugh, I just love how perfectly bizarre the two are for each other. Yes. Just, like, talking about, you know, things in the Yoda voices and being adorable. And Michael, like... acting is referencing. What's that? Oh, yeah, I wonder... I meant to look that up. Uh, acting is referencing. Yeah. Acting... uh yeah i just love how how nice it is and like michael is unbelievably smooth without trying to be really which is funny Mm -hmm. 
Um, although it's kind of interesting too, knowing that Holly is actually in a relationship right now, and yet she's clearly trying to like make moves. Wait, is she? I don't think she's Isn't in a she? right now. No, I think it's when she moves to Nashua. Oh, right. I thought yeah. she already was. No. Okay, then that's okay. But yeah, so trying to clearly like go out to dinner with him and yeah, uh, I think Michael not getting the hint, yeah. <laughs> which is so frustrating. And I, I think he got it though. Well, I think it's because after he saw Jan pregnant, he thought oh he thinks God. like now I have a responsibility uh, yeah. as I, a father. <laughs> I, I hate that so much. Like uh, just him, and it's so frustrating too because after Jan tells him that she, she went to a sperm bank and like you know it's not his kid and blah blah blah. Michael gets that at first, and it's not until she's like, well, you know, uh, I need someone to come with me to Lamaze. It's like, Jan. uh, Yeah. And Jan, who, like, hates him. You know, it's like, come on. That whole thing's weird, especially, like, in, you know, I think it's, like, the next episode or the episode after that. I don't know what it is, but um, when she's like, don't date Holly. Yeah. Right. Jan's like just weirdly possessive. She's the devil. She's the devil. <laughs> she really is. I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so manipulative. I don't like. I it. think Michael and Holly are like one of my favorite TV couples. Like yeah. if I had a list of like top three TV couples, who would Michael be the other? Who would be the other two? Definitely Randall and Beth. Yeah, they're great. Who are they from? From This Is Us. Oh. Jamie, oh, do you not watch This Is Us? I've oh. never seen it. Jamie doesn't Jamie, like tearjerkers. No, it's so good. <laughs> do like, you? I have Jamie, no emotions. I shows to lost I have often. no emotions. <laughs> uh, but Jamie's This Is Us is better than know, Lost. Uh, I think we've talked about this, but I've also not seen Lost. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Um, but Jamie. I, actually, I actually don't mind a tearjerker, but um, I just haven't gotten to it. because You I, have... I can confidently say you have never seen a show mm-hmm. as good as This Is Us, like okay. well crafted. It is like having a craft beer. Okay. It's just, it's you know how it's frustrating, like when you're watching The Fosters and Callie yeah. just keeps making bad decisions. Yes. Well, this is the exact opposite. Like they're always making the good decision, and Aww. it's refreshing to see somebody like tell the truth to their partner and like <laughs> make a good decision and not cheat on them. Like it's Aww. always nice to sometimes see that because you yeah. rarely do. People right. love drama, but That's people true. love This Is Us too. So maybe we're all ready for a bit of a variety. I think so. I think so. Um, why did we, why are we talking about? Oh yeah, what's your what's your third TV couple? Oh yeah. Let me just let me throw out a few, and then you guys can help me decide. The parents from Easy A, because they're the only reason why that <laughs> why that movie's good. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember? Does anybody remember the parents from Easy A? Is that the one where the kids like adopted? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was very funny. They are so funny. Oh, I love them. <laughs> Um, I don't count them as a TV couple, but... Right, they're not a TV couple. That's a couple. film couple, I guess. Yes. Totally um, different. Totally. <laughs> I think... Uh, Nathan I and think Haley. Turk and Carla is high on the list. Oh. I think... Um, maybe... Who are the two guys in Modern Family? 
I've oh my gosh, what are their names? Also, never seen Modern Family. Oh, it's funny, but apparently we, we don't like it that much because we can't even <laughs> main characters' names. It's fair. I don't know. The who redhead. Are, who were the? Who were? What show are the other two from? What was it? Turks and Caicos or something? Yes, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Scrubs. Turk and oh, Turk and Carla from Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, I love Scrubs. Yeah, that's a good show. It would be so hard for me to pick. Yeah, I can't what even. What about well, Ben and Leslie? Oh, Ben and Leslie. I think that might be the other. Definitely yeah. Ben and Leslie. Who are they from? From what, Parks, Parks and Recreation. Recreation. Oh, oh yeah, Ben and Leslie. Jamie. Names names out of context are really tough for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. I I would go with that one too. Yeah. So so it's Ben and Leslie, Beth and Randall, and Michael and Holly. And I think Beth and Randall are at the top, and Ben and Leslie are two, two. Okay. Mike and are three. Fair. I think those, I think those are pretty good choices. Cool. I can't make that selection because it's too hard. I well, can't even think of now. You started the game. Now we this have to finish it. Game. It's just a question <laughs> for you that you answered. Welcome back to the game. Yeah, <laughs> not everything is a game, Justin. Put down your Nintendo it's remote. It's funny. It's funny how defensive you're getting and how hard you're trying to not answer it. I can't because think. you're afraid of doing it. I also Definitely. can't think of a single couple. I can't think of any couples or any TV shows that I even watch. <laughs> Uh, what about I do, what about Nathan and not Haley Joel Osment? Just Nathan and Haley James Scott. Haley James Scott. That was the... um yeah, but I kind of like uh Peyton and um Lucas. No, not him. Lucas, the guy that she should have ended up with. Wait, Jake. Jake. Peyton sounds familiar. Is this Dawson's One Creek? One Tree Hill. Oh damn. No, there ain't no couple that I like in Dawson's Creek. <laughs> They all Not deserve. They all teacher. deserve better. Wait, no one, no one from, no one from Degrassi gets your pick. Oh yes, definitely <laughs> Claire, Eli, and Claire. They had kind of a toxic relationship, but they were they had chemistry. But I wouldn't say that they're very, they didn't end up together. Oh, oh spoiler warning for anyone watching wow, Degrassi: The Next Generation. That was ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, Leslie and Ben are definitely the best. Yeah. Leslie and Ben over Michael and Holly, I feel. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah. But so is that your list? No, I didn't make a list. This game wow. sounds like a list was made. This game's dumb, I quit. <laughs> okay. What other shows do I watch? <laughs> you watch a ton of other shows. I like I like Lena and Steph Janelle on the Fosters. Keeper. Yeah, but that well I guess in some ways maybe their relationship <laughs> is like realistic, but uh, they like I mean, nearly they have... cheat on each other like every moment. I can't Wait, what? Lena and Steph? Yeah, Lena was definitely, like, kissing the principal. Okay, the principal kissed her. Um, she didn't kiss her back. And that was just one time, Jamie. Just Steph one. never strayed. Just one time is not a defense, Bethany. I know. Okay, but, but, but Lena didn't like her. It was, it was the principal that was, like, obsessed. Yeah. I, I do like Steph much better than Lena this time around. I am watching it again. Yeah. But anyway, uh, back to the office. Okay. No. What? No. <laughs> let me out I of this. I would have let you out if you didn't make such a big deal of it, but now you cannot get out. Oh my god. I don't know. You're going to have to. Wow. Just or we will be here all night. Someone. Wow. Okay, Ben and Leslie, 
uh, Dwight and Angela, Aww. and uh, 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 what else did I say? Mike and Holly, or no? The the parents from EZA. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dunzo. Okay, so in Perfect. what order is that? <laughs> ben and Leslie first tier. Dwight and Angela second tier. No. Parents from EZA, second tier, <laughs> third tier, Dwight and Angela. Okay, so that's like your official no, top three no, TV no. couples. Which is, which I You're just change. on the record saying. Which is subject to change. Okay. Once I start remembering shows that I actually watch, which I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, that's All right. Cool. If I think of more, I I will shout them out yeah, at tweet, random. Tweet so us get ready. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, tweet us at TL underscore podcast <laughs> and let us know who your favorite Do tv not couples are library book are you insane yeah <laughs> my cat is licking a library book like classic he's gonna get, cat behavior he's gonna get dysentery <laughs> <laughs> he might he might just uh yeah all right so, so uh, michael and holly michael who are perfect for each other mm-hmm. perfect for each other um I don't like when they go through like the PDA episodes though. They kind of gross me out. Yeah. One episode. Yeah. Still. Yeah. It's a lot of PDA though. Yeah. It's, it's like real gross. <laughs> but I think, I mean, it's obviously meant to be. It's not quite as gross as uh, Jim and Pam apparently fucking in the office, as you said oh last my episode. Jamie! Holy crap! <laughs> what? I use, I use your own words. What? What version of the office? version of threat level podcast don't worry i put that quote i put bethany's quote as the intro for the next episode so you'll you'll hear it you said they were fucking in the office i don't remember this at all i believed it probably because bethany says it all the time i haven't said it once this episode and jamie has said it like five times so far. i said it just once twice i guess i know (laughs) yes you do (laughs) Um, um but yeah oh that's right i remember that episode yeah and when yeah i don't like it is that like when they hide in the warehouse is that what you're talking no about? it's uh no he comes back and kisses her in the office or she comes back i forget which order oh because he was <laughs> like, out playing golf yeah wait that is no that is not what i was talking about oh yeah yeah that's what that's what you were referencing in the last episode when you said they yeah, were kiss her good copulating yeah you know yeah. what but i see your point yeah <laughs> but but i get it but yeah Pretty much. Um, uh, what yeah, else happened I mean, in this episode? The hazing so mostly, of Holly. Oh, just like, just Michael's like trying to watch Michael contain himself when he's talking to Holly <laughs> is one of my favorite things in the series. Yeah. Like, it, I think Steve Carell is so good at communicating like how excited he is about meeting Holly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the end when he says, like, I'm not used to a woman touching me, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, I think he's so funny this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> he's charming and I don't care what any of you say. No, he's very charming in this episode. And, and he shows maturity, maturity when he's on the um, ma- not merry-go-round. What the heck is yeah. it called? Ferris wheel. And he almost makes it. That's <laughs> that joke, but he does not. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, those are really hard. And he yeah. says, and he says that he can't sing that one song for her yet because it's too sexual. 
Oh my gosh, that's such a funny joke. Because the song is, what's it? Tears, Beers in Heaven. Beers in Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds, I was like, when I heard that joke, I was like, I, that just sounds like a Mindy Kaling joke. I wonder if she wrote that. Just like based on how, reading her books and just uh, like watching interviews of her. That's just like very much her sense of humor. Mm. The episode was written by Toby and Jennifer Salata. Um, oh. C-E-L-O-T-T-A, which oh, is, yeah. is the first time we've had her write an episode. I think she, she done wrote... good. Yeah. I think she co-wrote an earlier one, too. The name sounds familiar now that you've said it. Um, she becomes, like, a showrunner for the series. Oh. She's a pretty important show. Oh, okay. Uh, well, shout-outs to Jen. Eight. What was her name? Jennifer? Jennifer. Yeah. C-E-L-O-T-T-A. Salada. Cool. Salada. Jennifer Coolada. Jennifer Kulata. Jennifer Kulata, thank you. For um, this, episode. this episode brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. For, by Duncan without the donuts. By Duncan, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's Sorry. Right. No. Yeah, no, nope, I reject just that. Just as quickly as they came, Duncan <laughs> dropped us. I reject that. I reject it too, but not every place so far has been updated it with just It sounds like Duncan. a fragment. It does. Like, <laughs> like, what are you Duncan? Right. Just Duncan. You could be Duncan. Swish, swish, swish. <laughs> swish, swish, bish. <laughs> uh, and this is thirty-year-olds uh, making jokes. Um, <laughs> um, I like seeing Phyllis take a little bit of power in this episode. I have to. She say. She takes a lot of power at the end of the episode. Yeah, I like we- when I like when she goes to. Uh, Angela's desk and asks for the thing the uh, vendors that she has apparently already shredded and then uh-huh. as she's walking away just knocks the shit off the desk and she's like oops and like, walks away or whatever oh she's so sassy she's I so do like sassy. when she's looking for anti-gravity machines and they're like I can lead you to antidepressants she's like okay yeah <laughs> that's the weird thing about Phyllis's character and like is Phyllis like an old matronly lady or is she like the wife of a mob boss? She keeps you on your toes. Yeah, she does. And she's always talking about like her and Bob Vance like doing it. Yeah. Right. And like I I would understand if she were like when when she were on the phone with that company and she was like, okay. If she were in front of other people and it would be like just a facade that Phyllis puts on, but like that's just her. <laughs> like, and so it confuses me when it's like Don't put don't Phyllis in a box. Yeah, she's just she's just beyond she's a, all she's a wild the card, the office wild card. She's a multifaceted character who took the slow seems, train from Philly. She seems a little matronly, but back in high school her name was Easy Rider. Yep. <laughs> there you go. I really do love Phyllis. A lady on the in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Phyllis. Hey, <laughs> <clears throat> um, God. Uh, We're struggling to like talk about what happened in this episode. I feel like there's so much to, just to watching, choose from. Watching Michael and Holly. Well, I mean, we have like, you no know, Dwight going forth with the hazing. Yeah. Uh, with the long after like Michael stopped caring about it. Right. But I guess Michael forgot to tell Dwight that it's off. <laughs> right. Yeah. But he was able to use it as a as a time to come to Holly's aid. Yeah. For some brownie points. Yeah, and I kind of felt bad for Dwight both times because first with the rock thing, he kind of like threw him under the bus. Like right. I wasn't involved with that. And then the raccoon thing. 
standing up to him and standing up to Dwight and everything. And Dwight's just following orders. Yeah. He's just being a good friend. Dwight, yeah. up until the end of the episode, is just having a bad day. He's having a very bad day. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I was like, but, I was like, but the end, they propose. And then, okay, he went very... home and dug a hole. I imagine when Dwight's upset, he digs holes. <laughs> I think that's productive. It could be. Yeah, but then he'd have to dig past you know who. <laughs> <clears throat> but um. But yeah, well, I guess we can <clears throat> we can say that at the end, Phyllis comes in with the remaining supplies and discovers none other than Angela and Dee. Oh yeah, that's right. Dwight ended up having a successful day. Yes, that's such did. a weird. What is Phyllis? What is she saying? Like she's like quoting how something gives her like a high. Like a it's just high. a runner's. It's just such a weird scene. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then guess... the, then she has like a lot of leverage after that moment. Yes, for yeah. sure. Which she uses for like one episode. Yeah. We have Pam who just got accepted into art school. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Congratulations, Pam. Congrats. I do like that scene with them because because we know that like she wanted to go to art school before with Roy and he was like totally against yeah. it, but now she has support with Jim. Yeah, and he's like so that, it's that, fine. I think that's a sweet scene. Yeah, I think so too. It's good. And I although, you know, she's kind of like, Oh, it's so it's so uh, since I'm so solid with Jim, this is a good time. Which is like, I feel like in TV shows one should never say those words because yeah, it sounds like poor <laughs> yeah, uh, and Just it's wait not till Kathy comes along. Yeah, like it's right. not like uh, she doesn't get pregnant until like after she comes back too. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not even foreboding. It's just it literally is just a good time. Yeah, yeah. and then she, <laughs> then she meets young people and wants to have fun, and Jim gets a bit jelly. Stays out all night. Oh, it turns out Jim is a creepy possessive. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Who would have thought? Um, but yeah. Who is it? Oh, Karen. Yeah, because he completely like he uh, puts Karen becomes second Pam. Like he's able. I think that if you were able to like in your mind use somebody to be somebody else, mm-hmm. like that, you're a crazy person. Then I mean, literally the entire population is crazy because rebounds are a thing. Right. It was definitely a clear rebound, yeah. you know? I yeah. guess, but but like he stays with Karen for so long that mm. like I think that... Because it, I do think that he genuinely likes her. I do. I just don't think that it's as much. And so in a way, I mean, he's kind of settling, but I think that he thinks no matter who he's with, he's settling, but he has to move on. He can't pine forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess he does optimistic about Jim than I am. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is I'm not. But, right. but that just shows how pessimistic you I was going to say, are, it, it must be a cold day in hell, Bethany defending something Jim is yeah. doing. I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> That's over. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> I apologize. Strange. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I so, misstepped. I think the last thing in the episode, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to play a game with it. Okay. okay. So the game is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The game is is the game is hop off the fence. So like we're we're I'm on a fence. Oh, I see. Okay. And the game is to either for all of us to hop off of the fence or to at least get me to hop off the fence. Okay. okay. So 
is about Holly and Kevin. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Holly and Kevin. <laughs> so <laughs> I I can't the fence is is this like an offensive storyline hmm. or is it not? And I'm I can see the merits of both sides. I'm leaning towards it because of the fact that so here's I'll present my initial argument. Okay. For the case of it's not offensive. Mm-hmm. To me, the storyline is about the way that people talk to people with mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, the storyline is Holly is talking to Kevin in the way that, like, the 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 if it's like observational humor, it's like Holly is the person who like talks to people with mental disabilities like they're babies and right. like that they can't do anything on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it's kind of like when we do Diversity Day and it's like, the joke is that this is not how you handle diversity. Yeah. This is, like, this is not how you handle differences in, in mental ability. Hmm. <clears throat> so you're trying to argue that the show is trying to covertly tell us that this is not how to act around someone who has a I don't disability? Know I would call it covertly, but just, like... The... Yeah, because I feel like she ended up looking like the like right. yeah exactly the embarrassed like she should be the the one who's embarrassed right well because of how, i don't know yeah but it's also like and like anything she... can seem a certain way if you're looking for it and she was right. like looking for it because she thought that's well and it's kevin for. you know and it's kevin yeah hmm. yeah i mean i guess it was it was hmm, a little know. offensive i'd say in the office the kind of way in the same way diversity day was yeah i suppose i don't know i don't remember feeling offended but i guess i'm not maybe the target offended population but mm-hmm. were you i i thought games were supposed to be fun <laughs> <laughs> well you guys are being kind of a rain cloud uh, <laughs> You were ter- you are talking to two former vampire freaks, so kind of yeah. kind of wet mops over here. Uh, All life is meaningless. So. <laughs> Cut my wrists and black my eyes. Um, I mean, yeah, but like, I can understand why somebody would look at it and be like, "This is making a bunch of." jokes at kevin's expense yeah like a bunch of jokes where like kevin's the fact that kevin's kind of dumb <laughs> like they're making jokes at his like the eminem's right. joke which uh, is kind of mean because they're also like you're looking at it and saying like oh he is pretty dumb he could be mentally challenged like that's a rude thing to say i mean yeah but one has to wonder do they not <laughs> 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 like <laughs> What I'm saying is, it, the humor worked for the year it was in. I don't think that The Office could ever be like a rebooted with the same humor. Yeah. In this day and, and I, age, and I think Even that wasn't too long ago. Right. This was like 2008, I think. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I would be curious to know, like, who, like, to what extent 
a joke like that is offensive to people now because i feel like it's hard to it's hard to tell with with comedy like what's acceptable and what's not now Mm -hmm. for Um, sure yeah i think the question is are you punching up or punching down Mm -hmm. um and like i think if i were to end this by getting off the fence no, I think we're all hanging halfway on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the game, is there get off the fence. There ain't no saving us. Uh, I think if if I were to get off the fence, I would say that these jokes are at Holly's expense, mm-hmm. which would be like punching up. I uh, mean, I think eventually they're at Holly's expense, but seeing that in the two episodes, or I guess like the long episode that we watched, Holly has no there's no repercussion. So like out of context, all of the jokes in this are just at Kevin's expense. You know what I mean? Cause it's not until the next, is it the next episode or a couple episodes from now when she's called out for. Yeah. That's the next episode, I think. Well then like, what would be the expense that like Kevin is paying? Well, it's just that everyone watching the show is just seeing how I guess how sort of dumb Kevin is and how he fits into that box of someone who's assuming that he's has, you know, a mental deficit. I guess like my perception of Holly, uh, like the jokes being at her expense is Mm -hmm. like a little removed from the actual situation. Like, I think, I think it's at her expense because like she, is talking like an idiot like she's talking in a way that's like kind of this isn't how you talk to people this right. is how you this is how you're condescending like she's being yeah. portrayed in a condescending light and i feel like kevin is talking to as like like an idiot right back to her he is definitely going like this isn't how he normally acts like right. yeah he is like you know slow paced and just kind of dumb but when she's like <laughs> is this your car? He's like, yeah. Do you own your own car? Like, yeah. I feel like he thinks like, what's going on? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> why are you talking so weird to me? Yeah. And then he just assumes that it's because she wants to bang him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there is a third layer on it that I, I wouldn't say that like, I wouldn't say it was written with this intent, but like, I think it's funny that, that flirting sounds like ridiculous conversation yeah yeah like comparing flirting to an adult talking to a baby is very funny yeah well, i think kevin would think that most women who talk to him are flirting with him i mean true the kind of <laughs> yeah, for that, sure like, if a woman smiles at him that's uh, it yeah yeah there are many people like that don't do that don't be like that right <laughs> don't be a kevin don't be a kevin <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess the only other thing I want to talk about is wait, when wait, wait, we what? haven't we haven't got off the fence because we all can't decide. Oh. That's the point of the game this is to is get you to come off the fence. Game, and I'll bet um everybody has turned the podcast off by now. That's true. If anybody has turned the podcast off, it's because every time I try to play a game, you pump the brakes on me. Because let me just play a game. <laughs> because I'll never like firmly decide on anything because it can be taken two ways true like no matter which way you look at it it could be offensive or not offensive like it could be punching up or punching down i i don't know yeah all right i guess we'll all just sit here on this fence yeah 
I guess so. Sorry if anybody was expecting us to get off the fence when the game was to get off the fence. <laughs> but we've never played this for any other offensive thing that the office has done. True. I didn't want to. Why were you not on the was. fence when? I don't even know. What should what should I be on the fence for? Because then we can play. Let's get off the fence. I don't want to play this. Game. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say that one thing that we are surely all in agreement about agreement, 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 whatever the word is, is that uh, one of the best scenes in this episode is when uh, Creed tries to remember what he actually does. <laughs> that is actually a quote of mine. Oh yeah, and I actually wrote it out. No way. Phonetically. <laughs> Please give us a. A recap. Qua something. Qua, 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 ba, qua, 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 Not quite, but it's close. Oh, man. Oh, very so funny. funny. I love it. And That's just of... like a running joke throughout the whole series with him. Like, yeah. He just doesn't know what he does. Right. <laughs> Until the episode where he uh, does know what he does, but forgot to actually do the quality uh, assurance. Yeah. Because the I think that I think that like Michael reminds him of what he does. He's yeah. like, "Create your quality assurance. You really dropped right. the ball." And he's like, and he's "Oh, he's probably like, oh, I, that's what I do." <laughs> to probably make a few phone calls. I just love the image of Holly asking him what he does and him just walking yeah. away, like, "I'll be yeah. back." And then- <laughs> There were a lot of like really funny shots of this uh-huh. in this episode, like uh, like Michael going into the annex and like looking for Holly and not finding her, and then she like clears her throat behind the pole, <laughs> or like gets angry behind the pole or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a great episode. It really was. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. More than I usually do, and I feel like because I'm watching it when I go to sleep, like I never stay up for the whole episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Like the scene with like Phyllis and stuff, I'm like, what's happening? What is she doing? Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not used to seeing it. There was so much in this episode that I was like, did Netflix put up the DVD That's version? what I was thinking too. Because <laughs> yeah. there was so much that I hadn't recognized before. Uh, it'd be great if they did just upload the I DVD know, versions. I hate they do that. <sighs> like, do we even, like, does anybody know that Pam gives an entire speech about the microwave? That's the only one that I can think of because I was in France listening to uh, it. And I'm like, what is, ha- why is she monologuing? Right. She, like, stands up and talks about why people should clean the microwave for a very long time. Yeah. Gotta start watching those DVDs. Yeah. Seriously. But you know the majority of people watch Netflix. The majority of people who listen to our podcast watch it on Netflix. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Um, any other things that we need to talk about this episode? If not, we can move to quotes. Any other quotes you had? I think that... Oh, I have a, I have other quotes, but I think I don't think I want to talk about anything else. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I just... This isn't like a favorite quote. I just thought it was... It's just... I should make you a mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a funny, like, way of flirting... <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it was like the first time he talked to her, like other than like the and making the, brief a mix is like I feel a very intimate thing to do for a person. And, right. <laughs> like, the, that was one of my quotes. Was uh, the two levels being well, welcome to Scranton, <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> that was one of my trivia. And, and what what song was he even listening to when he was? Oh. Did you write that um, John down? Because the lyrics, 
The lyrics were questionable. It, it was like, hike up your skirt or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, I gotta I'm find... I'm thinking of a different song. You're I'm... thinking oh, of no. whenever he... Yeah, when he's sad. Yes. Uh-huh. But what song is that one? Goodbye, Wait. my child. Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Google John Mayer, hike up your skirt. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't think I wrote any... Oh, I I liked when Michael's trying to figure out what kind of party to throw, and he's like, "If the oh, devil I'm were to," I'm sorry, too... I can't believe it's Dave. Ma- it? It's Dave Matthews, oh. not, not John Mayer. I literally thought it was his voice. All right, it's Dave Matthews, and the song is called "Crash Into Me." Oh. <laughs> nice. I liked uh, Michael saying, "If the devil were to explode and evil were gone forever, <laughs> what kind of party would you have?" Yes, a beach gathering. Uh, uh... I have. Does anybody have a camera here? <laughs> <laughs> I love our love is like panic. Like he needs a picture of Pam. Oh, he's he's such a creep with her though. But he does eventually get a picture with her. He go, he runs home to get his digital camera. <laughs> yeah. And who's taking and the picture, Meredith? Toby... <laughs> I... What? Wait, Mer- did we see them take a picture? Yeah, Meredith's taking yeah. it. Right? And she's like, he, wait, and your smile's said... weird. And he says it's digital, just take as many as you need, or something like that. And then at the end, he's like flipping through all of the pictures of them. Lord. Uh, Toby in a trench coat with a digital camera is. A Scranton Strangler. So creepy. He probably strangled someone on the way back. He probably strangled someone for that camera. Probably, yeah. Oh, like a tourist out there. He was so desperate. Scranton tourist. Oh, man. I think that's all. I mean, other than like. Um, who do you think you are and what gives you the right, which right. are my favorite quotes in the whole episode. Yeah. I don't, have, no. I don't think I have any other ones either. Uh, well, the, the exchange... After Michael and Holly sit on the floor, Michael comes back and starts talking about how he... And he was like, I, I, was, I wanted to kiss her. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you did it or something like that. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, or when, uh, I like when uh, he's talking to Jan and he's like, you cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to. <laughs> That's a great quote. <laughs> um, uh, which a, is, which all, a sad quote. It's sad. But it almost confirms, I remember when the dinner party episode rolled around and she was drinking heavily, we were wondering if she was pregnant at that point. But she like, had to have been already yeah, to the sperm bank. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, that explains a lot about Astrid. <laughs> about Astrid. Wow, Astrid. So then it, it wasn't. Then it's not with Hunter. No, I'm I guess not. She didn't, you know, steal sperm from him. She might have. <laughs> she might have. You never know, like followed him to where he donates and going after him. Oh yeah. I wouldn't put it past her. Probably. And then we later find out that the baby could be Kevin's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Which in no in no world would Kevin get like I think it's very stringent selection. when you have yeah, when you like selection for that is very like Oh, is strict. it? Yeah. I think oh, you have to be like in perfect health, a certain weight and height and like all this other wow. details, yeah. But um but yeah, that is a funny episode, and she's just the horror on Jan's face when she when Kevin says that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> the one by the IHOP? Oh no! It's just like her face is shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. 
Well, in that case, we can move on to uh, Dundee's. Mm -hmm. Who deserves a Dundee in this really long episode? Michael Scott deserves all of our Dundees. Oh. <laughs> Which Dundee Michael is he Scott getting? Michael Scott gets the Employee of the Month Dundee. As in, <laughs> the Dundee that I give when he just does everything right. Fair. Like, there's no, there's no one He didn't do Toby event. right. He didn't do Dwight right either. Yeah, or Dwight. <laughs> Everything. But don't worry, I got Dwight covered. Absolutely okay. everything. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Is that your, okay, him, Michael Scott? Yes. Um, I choose Dwight because I feel like he was he was given the shaft, as they say, and he was just <laughs> trying to be a good friend. Yeah. And he had to see his his you know Andy proposed to the love of his life. Right. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm usually asleep by then. True. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to give my Dundee to Jim in this episode for being <laughs> for being uh, the understanding uh, boyfriend that everyone should be. Like a very positive, like encouraging their partner to go out and do what they want to do in life. And distance ain't no thing and all that. Good job, Jim. Yeah, Good job. Sure. Good job, Jim. Yeah. Jimothy James. And then what happens when he finds out that Pam has friends in New York? Well, well he I don't know. Makes the right decision Just there saying, too. we're yeah. all. We're no, no, no. All... He goes to drive there and then he says, nope, I am not that. We are he not that couple. He goes to True. drive there. But then he turns But he stops around. himself. And then, but he starts. Yet you give Michael props for <laughs> starting a That's What She Said joke and ending it. Ooh, yes. stuck in a trap scenario but michael scott did it for the uh, vine the for the... <laughs> <laughs> so you can take that cookie okay. <laughs> oh lord michael scott wants to be a nice person that impresses holly jim wants to be a, be a supportive boyfriend who that doesn't... doesn't let no. His no. girlfriend have fun while she's at college. I mean, I I mean I strictly speaking, I don't know that yet because this didn't happen in the future. episode. That's true, and we're giving spoilers. <laughs> and yeah, as far as as far as Jamie knows, that has not happened yet <laughs> because we are not at that episode. Exactly. Of the <laughs> I will think differently, perhaps, when we arrive there. Yeah. Which is, I think, the next episode, isn't it? I can't remember. Oh. Um, Oh, yeah, actually, I think it might be, yeah. Because next episode is weight loss, right? the weight loss, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's move into trivia. Trivia. Ooh, I feel like I I wrote down way too many. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I tried to pick some easier ones just because, I mean, there's a few tricky ones in there. But, like, I'm thinking, if anybody listens to these podcasts, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to guess along with us. I They're mean, not going to be able to say, like, oh, yeah, that sticker, you know, <laughs> did say that, like, behind Dwight. Fair. Um, so, anyway, my first question is, how much money does Kevin have for the vending machine? 75 cents. Very and good. a button. Do you know the distribution of coins? <laughs> no. There are Neither two do quarters. I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a couple dimes. Well, it's definitely more than three quarters, so it's two quarters. Oh. Wait. And... Wait, how is it more than three quarters? More coins than three quarters. Oh, oh. yeah. That's uh, two quarters, and I want to say five nickels. 
Okay. I mean, you could say anything. Let's say let's say three nickels and a dime. We'll say that. Okay. Three nickels and a dime. And a button. And a button. Um. Wait, I have a trivia question. Okay. Okay. A man has thirty-five cents. Oh. Yeah. And he has <laughs> two coins, oh. one of which is not a dime. What are they? The other one is a dime. Exactly. Um. Anyway. <laughs> no wait wait we're not done um this one is is well what i just said not to do for trivia but what is the sticker behind holly when she's fixing her chair it says my dog yeah. digs scranton it does it says my dog digs scranton and i'm like what is my dog digs scranton and i looked it up and it's really hard to find like what it is you oh. can get like my dog digs and then Underneath is the one that's personalized. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I guess it just goes to like an animal shelter somewhere, maybe? I don't uh, know. Like Animal Rescue League or something like that. Uh, so yeah, they do sell My Dog Digs Scranton bone oh, cool. stickers. For anyone who's interested, just Google My Dog Digs Scranton. Cool. For more info, check Google. Um, next question is, who sings the song Goodbye Stranger that is covered by Michael Scott? Oh, um, no. For Tramp. Who is it? Super Tramp. Oh, Super Tramp. My next one is, um, what medication is Michael Scott on, and what is it for? Mm. <coughs> and do you really, like, when he's talking to Jan, he mentions mm-hmm. too. Is there a P? One starts with a yeah. P? Oh, I don't remember. Do you remember both? I know Accutane. Yeah. What's it for? I don't know if it's for acne. It is for acne. Oh. And it's funny because he mentions that, like, I do think it's a little weird that I still get zits. I'm 40-something years old and I still get zits. Like, because he sends his zits to, like, Dwight, I think. What? Did What? He sends, like, a picture. I I think it's, like, a text to Dwight or something like that. Or text to somebody. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Not, like, collect them in a box. No. (laughs) I was like, yeah, what? Uh, I can't remember what the other one is. The other medication is, I think it's pronounced propatia. Okay. Uh, it's for hair loss in men. Oh. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, and also, the grocery store that they're sitting outside of does exist. It's a grocery store chain. One in Scranton. Jarity's or something. Oh. Yeah, they're good about you know making sure they're accurate. Um, and my last question is, what is... Oh, I can't read my own writing. On Ryan's arrest video, what's the YouTube video title? Oh, something like... Oh, I can't remember. Lots of exclamation points. Oh, yes. Whoa. Yes. Can you believe it or something? It's... Check it out. Whoa, check it out. Check it out. (laughs) Which is like, nobody's going to post this to YouTube. Nobody knows who Ryan Howard is of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Well, also, how would you ever even find that video? Like, what? <laughs> well, it's clearly like, taken with a cell phone. Right. I don't know, like, maybe, like, one of the employees posted, I'm assuming. But, like, you couldn't search, like, Ryan Dunder Mifflin, well, because it just, the title's, like, whoa. Whoa, check <laughs> out. Maybe his tags are better. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, how many exclamation points are in that oh my video? God. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess five. I'm going to guess whoa, 11. Check it out is one, two, three. Uh, it's fine. 
Nice. And I think you're right about the distribution. Yeah, because I wrote it down. Oh, nice. Um, how many years? Twelve. What? <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. How many years has Andy been carrying around the wedding? Oh, six. Oh, yeah, so you were almost there. Halfway not there. Um, that's it. That's all I have for real now. Nice. What does the bouncy house look like? Uh... Does it look a castle? A spaceship. Uh, oh. Almost anti gravity. Like squeezing in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that was the only one that wasn't taken. Oh. Oh, wow. Is well, that... I gave right. this away, but how many years was Toby working at Scram? Twelve! <laughs> <laughs> Six! Um, what does the post it on the rock say that he gifts to Toby? Suck it. Suck this. Close. Suck on. on this. Yeah, suck, suck on, on this. this. <laughs> and uh, during the scene where Creed is trying to figure out what he does, there is a flyer on the refrigerator behind him. What is it a flyer for? The same thing that it's always a flyer for on that refrigerator, and now I don't remember <laughs> it. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, it's that flyer again. Uh, is it a woman's name? Uh, I don't think so. I'll just tell you. It's <laughs> it's Tilbury's Knob Gifts and Treasures. Tilbury's Knob. I guess. Which, I know. I, I guess like, you what? could name your girl Til Tilbury. Maybe, <laughs> but it's apparently a Native American crafts, authentic or whatever. Native Does American it exist crafts. in Scranton? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Wait, what's it called? Tilbury. T i l. B U R Y S. Silvery Knob Gift Treasures in uh, Nanny Coke. Is that how you say it? Nanty Coke? Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. It's also in Wilkes Bear. So, yeah, it's. No it's, way. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> cool. I love that. I'm going to go like their Facebook page. You should. <laughs> no, probably not. Shout out to Tilbury's. Everyone go ahead there now. Yes. Their gift shop and florist. They're closed now. But tomorrow, they're also closed, but Tuesday, they're open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. Stop on by. Random. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that's all I have for for trivia. All right. Cool. Then I guess it's rating time, yeah? Rating time. Ratings. I'm, I'm going to give this episode a 5 out of 5 non-rabid raccoons. <laughs> 5 out of 5. Mm -hmm. I love this episode. It is. I was laughing the entire way through. I just think it's a really witty webisode. Wep webisode. A really, really witty webisode. <laughs> Fair. What about you, Justin? Uh, I am also giving it a five out of five goodbyes, Toby. Goodbyes, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> goodbyes to Toby. Fair. Uh, I think uh, it's just it's just a super funny episode. And a lot of times, these 40-minute episodes, I've been like, we could have done this in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it would have been better because you guys were, like, boring for most of the episode. But this was just, like, a lot of funny moments and enough, like, uh, substance in the different stories. Like, we end the Ryan story, like, halfway through the episode. Yeah. Um, and I think that there was enough of there to really carry it 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of nice cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Dwight and Angela, you have Jan, Polly, and they're clearly like forming a relationship. 
It's a yeah. great season finale. Yeah. And like what's going to happen to Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Um, who would I be to change the rating? So I'll, uh, I think, I think I'm going to yeah. go ahead and give it a five out of five and three P's. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. Is that what he says when he's listening to John or Dave Yeah, he's like, I need N3P music on uh, for my for my C, for my CD mixtape. <laughs> I did not listen. to Jim's that. just like close. That's close. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay, so that brings our final threat level podcast score to five out of five. Goodbyes to our non-rabid M3Ps. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Um, so that then ends the episode discussion. Uh, next time, if you decide to tune out now, we'll be back with uh, season five episodes, I guess one and two, technically. I think, uh, I think we should just mash them together, honestly. Yeah, it's a two-parter. So we'll do weight. That'll be weight loss, I think it's called. And yeah, so thanks for listening. And then that brings us to anyone want to pull a Madison? <laughs> uh, that brings us to uh, happy 2018. Happy 20. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. And now it's a uh, threat level podcast. Post day. Post day. <laughs> <laughs> threat level podcast. 4:30 p.m. on a in the January. Yep. Or 9:57 p.m. and in January. Um <laughs> So this is the part of the podcast where we talk about things that we've been watching, reading, listening to, doing and uh since it's been 2 months, I imagine we have some things that we've been doing. Do you have some things, Bethany? I do. I have a podcast that I gave a go um on Justin and I went to New Jersey and we listened to this. Did we listen to it in New, on, in New, uh, on in New, New Jersey? Jersey? Yeah. Cool. Um, so it's called Date with Dateline. Okay. And it's these two girls that basically watch Dateline episodes and then discuss them. Nice. Um, they are so funny. <laughs> they are such funny people. And I am so jealous of people who can take a joke or can, t- can tell a joke mm-hmm. and not laugh at it and yeah. just tell it and their delivery is on point they don't laugh the whole way through the podcast which like mm, some podcasts (laughs) tend to do mrs uh case in point yeah but it is just so and i love dateline and it's just so much fun to listen to the episodes and then watch the dateline episode Uh, to see like what they're referencing and who they're making fun of um which which is kind of i don't know dateline is (laughs) Serious it is stories. about murder. Serious right. stories about people who have been murdered, but they'll make fun of like some of the witnesses and stuff. They never like make fun of the people who are dead. Their right. uh, their description of the show, I don't remember where I read it. I think it was their Patreon or something. Was like the not at all overly dramatic Dateline. <laughs> yeah, it's just they're so funny. That sounds fun. It's like y'all know that like it's it's weird Dateline. So it's like. It's stuff that, you know, people are, are getting murdered. Uh-huh. Um, like, it's, it's serious <laughs> stuff, but, like, and we all kind of know it, but, yeah. like, people 
I remember reading an article about Keith Morrison and him interviewing people and people like being happy that he's interviewing them, like that they're like happy to like tell the story that's going on. And like Keith Morrison is like really nice about everything and stuff. That's mm. what people say to Kendall Ray when she does her true murders. Like she's had families contacted her and they've contacted her and said like, thank you for getting the awareness out there. Yeah. For like missing persons cases and stuff like that. Um, on the other hand, like my family is a, they're, we're huge Dateline fans. Yeah. Um, and it's always really really a strange situation when we're all talking about dateline and we're like complaining about the about the fact that they're just showing reruns and there's nothing no new episodes <laughs> and now we're like but wait people will have to die right <laughs> for us to be entertained so i guess it's a good thing that there's there hasn't been many new episodes yeah Oh man, I don't remember the last time I watched dateline i guess it's about We've time. also been watching to catch a predator oh episodes yeah. and just like Wow, what a great job that would be to just <laughs> nail these assholes. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh, to be, what's his name? Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really respect the way that he's able to confront. So I've I've noticed this about To Catch a Predator. Um, That it's, it, it's like Dateline that it's like overly dramatic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like To Catch a Predator really did a lot about having people be careful having like making sure that their their kids are careful like the fact that we have like this cultural standard of like you don't know who it is that you're talking to on the internet so like hide the stuff that you like tell people on the internet um exists pretty much because of to catch a predator Mm -hmm. uh and i think that was like a really uh like it's a good thing that that show was made Mm -hmm. yeah I think that did a lot of positive things in the world. Until it's... Chris Hansen got stabbed. Oh. So, yeah. It's kind of interesting to think about that sort of thing in the internet and how... I don't know, I feel like I don't remember being so gullible as to, like, fork out information to people that when I right. would, like, go into the AOL chat, chat rooms or whatever. Right. But, um... I was recently listening to a podcast episode about this kid from the UK who... Uh, was in this chat room with this, who ultimately ended up being like the same person, but playing six different people or something. And it ended up being like this, his real life best friend who convinced him to kill him or try to kill him. uh, Because, yeah, because he was like, oh, it's he pretended to be like an MI6, like a CIA, uh, CIA officer or something. And he's like, this person is a risk to society. You have to kill them to prove that you're part of us. And, Anyway, it was, like, intense, but I'm like, how could one, how can you be, like, so gullible as to, like, yeah. as to think that that would happen? I don't know. It's right. pretty crazy. <clears throat> I think that on Catfish a lot. Like, yeah. No, like, well, it's fake give now. me a picture of I don't yourself. know if it was always fake. Right. But, like, the show is definitely scripted. But I don't know if, like, the first season or even when he went through it himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be that gullible. Well, my, well, I mean, like. My one friend was catfished before I've, we ever heard that term. Right. It was like 2000, I think like three or 2002. Um, she dated, quote unquote, this guy for months oh, and never like met him. Things were always coming up. It was always these right. like dramatic reasons why he couldn't meet her. He would send her pit or she, it ended up being a, a woman doing this to her. Um, she would send like pictures of the same guy, yeah. but that's about it. And they would, they would like, 
not Skype, but like I guess it was just webcamming at that point. I don't know what <laughs> what do they use other than Skype, like Yahoo Messenger, like something through there maybe. Maybe I, I think Windows. I think MSN Messenger had it. Yeah, oh. um, they would just like do that, but like his was always broken or right. it was always really dark. The classic stories. Same story. Yeah, it's just like crazy. Which is like I can understand if it was sort of. I feel like early 2000s was when the internet was really like picking up and becoming a place where like we gathered and like chatted and did all that stuff to meet people. And uh, I can understand like at the very beginning, if you're caught in a web like that, because you, I guess are not, you don't realize quite yet perhaps that the internet is full of creeps, but it's kind of like with uh, To Catch a Predator in existence and things like Catfish today, in 2019, I think it's kind of crazy that someone can still right. fall for that, you know? And the weird thing is... It's a little unbelievable. Like, it, in the early 2000s, it was really common to not have, like, your personal information anywhere on the internet. Right. And now, like, you as a person is... You're a, a complete... Like, you're a... Is commodity the right word? Like, you are... Everything about you is on the internet. Right. Because, like, that's how we just consume all of this stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, and so like we've kind of come full circle where it's like there are creeps on the internet we all know that so like let's put more information about ourselves on the internet (laughs) right yeah that's true so yeah the um date with dateline date with dateline Dateline. i'll check that out yeah it's really good yeah i really i I mean I, i like they i don't like podcasts where like you're like told to laugh like because yeah. they're laughing you feel like you're it's like a laugh track you're told to laugh um sure. and i don't like annoying hosts of podcasts mm-hmm. i wouldn't like threat level but <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't listen to them uh, uh, i actually like but, listening to our podcast but i, I guess would, i would yeah. probably like listening probably to it. it's because us. it's us maybe particularly that bethany girl yeah that beth she's hilarious she's a, a certain pizzazz <laughs> Um, but they are really good hosts and cool. yeah they're really just, funny they're so funny yeah yeah they're funny and they're yeah they're, <clears throat> don't know what they look like can't see them anywhere like you can't find a picture of these two people and it's a pretty popular podcast i mean they have like twenty thousand subscribers that's yeah. a lot a lot for a, yeah and it's more than we have <laughs> i mean that would get those, us on a schedule that would yeah <laughs> oh my god i know um yeah it is kind of a I don't know, I'm kind of torn about knowing what people look like from podcasts because sometimes you have this image in your mind Mm -hmm. and then you like stumble across their photo and you're just, it's almost jarring that it's not anything that you expect. Jimmy World. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I first saw him, I'm like, that is not at all what I was picturing. Uh, The lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie. Yes. 100% not what I was expecting. Yeah. Does anybody else have a shout out? Uh, I, I guess like the only like thing that I've really checked out that's been new recently was the Netflix original Dark. Is it called Dark? I, think I it's don't dark. know. I've dark. never heard of that. It's a German language uh, show. <laughs> Here I am calling it. it. It's like dubbed in English if you want to watch it. Dubbed. Oh, okay. But it's a German language show about, uh, it's kind of like a, um, a mystery uh, sort of th- uh, thriller. Is that the right word? 
it's sort of like a crime drama type thing, but it has okay. sci-fi elements in it. And uh, it's basically about uh, someone who disappears and then they play with sort of changes in time and stuff like that. So it's a pretty, uh, pretty interesting thing. I think it's fairly short. I want to say that there are around 10 episodes. So it's, it doesn't take, you know, too much of a, a dedication to get into it and, and finish up the series. But uh, but I've been looking, another like goal of mine is to work on uh, German this year. So I have been trying to find some good shows to watch that are in German. Yeah. What's the story of Dart? The story essentially is uh, these kids are playing out in the woods and one of the kids goes missing. And so then it's essentially sort of uh, the town looking for this kid. But it just so happens that like 30 years ago, something similar happened. And uh, so they're trying to figure out if there's a killer, you know, who is sort of like coming out of hiding to, to kill someone else or or something like that, uh, or what's going on. Um, and it gets a little more complicated, but... Describe the vibes. The vibe is... Uh, let me see if there's a similar show that I can think about that has a similar vibe. Um, it's pretty serious. Uh, it's a little... Uh, I don't want to use slow because it's interesting, but it's not... It's not quick paced. Like, I don't think it's slow enough to, to get bored, but it's not like a action after action type of show. Mm-hmm. Um, so not like an SVU or something. But okay. yeah, I can't think of a good... No race against the clock. Right. right. Is there a... Can you compare it to Twin Peaks? I've never watched Twin Peaks. What about Which the, I feel uh... shame for saying. Like- too, like if, if if it's super bizarre, you could. But like, Twin <laughs> Peaks is just bizarre. Yeah, that's a weird joke. Uh, what about um, what's that French one about the people who died and they all came back? Oh, it's kind of similar to that. Uh, the Returned, I think, is the English title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good pace. It's sort of dark, sort of mm-hmm. mysterious. I think that's a good uh, cool. comparison. Cool. Cool. What about you, Justin? Do you have a? Wait, did we finish watching the return? Oh no. Oh. We watched. The... That was like a two episode thing. We watched the French version and we then we tried to watch like the American version. Uh, I've not watched the American version at all. Might have been the other way around. I heard it wasn't too bad. It was like shot for shot the same, wasn't it? Uh, like, yeah, it was, it was really, really similar. Close. That's lame. Um, sorry. Go ahead, Justin. It's just boring. Um, you should you should continue with uh the return though because it's it's good. I think there are. I don't think it was bad. I think there are two seasons. Maybe there might be a third season, but maybe only two are available outside of France. I'm not sure. Um, what show was I just thinking about? I don't know. Or I'm not in your head. Jamie, did you manifest? <laughs> did I do what? Did you watch Manifest? I don't think so. I am no not shouting out Manifest, but it's just it's similar. <laughs> returned and so i was oh, okay um, it was just another thing that we were we are like this is dumb so we stopped watching. <laughs> okay um anyway uh my shout out uh i'm gonna shout out an app oh and it's called Castbox. 
Okay. And it is now what I am listening to podcasts on, and it is so much better than Podbean. <laughs> I understand that we are hosted by Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The, we but, find ourselves deleted tomorrow. <laughs> but seriously, Podbean, fix your dumb app uh, because it really sucks. Yeah, I've never uh, used it. But... Oh, what was I trying to do that was like, like, it's weird. Like you're scrolling through your list of podcasts and I, like I come to one at the bottom. That's like the podcast's name is the hosts of one of the other podcasts. And mm-hmm. the host of the podcast is my name. And you click it and it's nothing. And I'm like, what, what is this doing here? Why is your app so weird? Uh, the search is garbage and you can't categorize anything. And everything is just real bad on, hmm. on Podbean app. Um, oh, you can't like, I couldn't like unfollow shows. Like I would click oh. unfollow and then it would just continuously download their episode. Weird. Um, anyway, not to harp on Podbean too much, but CastBox is really, really good. Um, my most appreciated thing about it is that you can tag your podcasts. So, uh, I can, like, I, I have all of my, like, you know, my easy a podcasts are all tagged easy a, uh, the true crime podcasts are all tagged true crime. And then like, I can tag like road trip so that when we go on a road trip, I I can like set like a, a category for these are the ones that we could listen to. Cool. Uh, That doesn't include like beekeeping podcasts. Uh, are you guys moving into the beekeeping franchise no <laughs> some of us aren't interesting and it's called what again something box cast box cast box okay very cool i think i saw that in the uh stats breakdown for for our podcast on uh podbean cool so people like what people use to listen to it uh-huh that's weird. Yeah. It's, oh, I guess maybe it's not in there. View more. No. <laughs> I guess it's not. <laughs> but there are a bunch of people listening through uh, to the podcast that Madison and I do on the pod, on CastBox. So that's cool. Is it pretty new or has it been around for a while? I The last time I looked for podcast apps, I didn't see it because I went with Podbean. Oh. Um, I don't know how new it is or not. Oh, they also, for winter, have a winter icon, and that's nice. Oh, oh huh. yes. It's very Kind of like, uh, what is that? Uh, is it VLC that plays like any type of yeah. video? Yeah, I think. Yeah, they have a little like Santa Claus hat on the snow uh, on the traffic cone. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Cool. Very cool. That's it. Alrighty. Well, um, for everyone listening, thanks for hanging in there for an update, despite the fact that it's been a hundred years. And uh, as we said earlier, we will be back hopefully next week because um, our what our uh, New Year's resolution should be is to get back on a weekly recording schedule. And <laughs> so we'll be back with uh, season five, uh, the first episode, first and second, I guess, episode of that, which is uh, like an end of the season. Loss. What's that? I think we said we would do like an end of the season special. Wasn't it like the best episodes of 2018? Oh. Yeah, we might have said well, like, kill your babies thing. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we done uh, screwed the pooch. We'll do that at the end of uh, 2019 instead. For yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we, <laughs> we should. promise. We'll promise right now. All right. 
uh, in that case, then uh, see you on the flip. Oh, send mm-hmm. us an email if you want, threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, oh, TL underscore oh, PCAST. <laughs> and now we're done. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>